afternoon, church. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the 5 p.m. service, worship service. Can I ask everybody to stand up? And next, I want you to greet the person beside you. Earlier, I've met few people. Earlier, a new... Yeah, I've met a few attending for the first time. Can I ask, uh, before I proceed, can I ask everybody, uh, is there someone here attending your first time? At the back, I think R that's RC. We have Wendell. We have May. We have, I think we have Jomar and Camille attending their first time. Thank you for, for joining us. We're glad you could, uh, you could join us. And for everyone, once again, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us in this 5 p.m. worship service. So, um, I'm Luis. I'm one of the volunteers. And allow me to share with you. Yeah, can I just ask everyone to smile at, your, at the person beside you? Yeah. This is your community where our existence, victory exists to honor God and make disciples. We are all disciples. And today, let us worship God. And allow me to read this passage to you and share with you, written in Psalm 34, 8, where it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in Him. Galing, no? Um, it, it's, it's, it's so delightful. I know all of us Filipinas really love food. Just this week, I want you to remember something good that you had. I want you to think of that food. You may want to share that uh, kind of uh, food to, your, to the person beside you. And I want you to imagine how it tasted. Ansarap, diba? You know what? Worshipping God... Multiply. Multiply those things a hundredfold. That's how sweet. That's how delightful it is to taste God. Saraf, diba? So once again, whatever you are, whatever you are in right now, I just want you, I just want to encourage you to taste and see that our Lord is good. Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you brought us here, Lord. It's not about us. It's about what you can do in our lives. Lord, whatever it is we are going through right now, God, this week has been joyous. This week has been very tough, oh God. But we know, Lord, that you are there. You can, we can have rest in you, oh God. Right now, Lord, we pray, oh God, whatever our heart is, oh God, we, we, we don't need, Lord, to show a face, oh God, for you already know our hearts, oh God. We give them to you, oh God. Accept this, oh God. I pray that we may see you encounter you, Lord. Open the eyes and even the mouth of our hearts, O God, that we may taste that you are good. And as we worship, O God, allow us to see you in the midst. We love you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.
such a great love. It is a love that surpasses any kind of human love. It's a love that captivates. It's a love that moves. It's a love that shakes the very foundation of the earth. No, this love is no feeling. Feelings can be flippant. You can love one thing today, maybe hate it the next day. This love is more than an emotion. This love is a person. And that very person is Jesus Christ. He said, there is no greater love than this than for one to lay down his life for his friends. Many people have died throughout history for one cause or another in a very heinous manner. But this God of ours, Jesus, was not a mere human being. He was God Himself. And when we ponder on this great mystery, why the King of the cosmos who sits in His heavenly throne would come down, condescend, stoop down to our level, and save those very people who hung Him on the cross, it astounds me. It's very problematic. But one thing I can do, hard to understand, but one thing I can do is to revel in it, to be at peace with it, to be liberated, even from the problems that I am wrestling with, even for some of us, when we remember the cross, we remember the great love of God. And more than just the love, we see the very justice of God at work. Although sometimes we cannot see the justice of God now, let us not fret, because when He comes back, He will make all things right. Maybe that's one of the reasons why we raise our hands when we sing, when we praise and worship Him. Other people who are not Christians, they see it and they say, Baduy, horny, awkward. But for us, who the Lord Jesus has called His, for us, it's but natural. It is like breathing. It's like eating. It's like having a wonderful, peaceful, good night's sleep when we worship God like to read to us Psalm 34. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise it will always be in my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name together. I sought the Lord and He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to Him are radiant. Their faces are are never covered with shame. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. And you know what the Lord does? He delivers him. Taste and see and feel and hear and smell the, that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you His holy people. For those who fear Him, they lack nothing. <sighs> I don't know about you, but that took my breath away. Please pray with me. Lord God, what a beautiful psalm. May this be the words that we utter when we are most desperate in our lives, when we are suffering, when we are in lack, when we are sick, when we are lonely when we are depressed, when we are anxious, when all things seem to fail, your word will never fail. It will always accomplish what it has been set out, what it has been released to 
to do and there we place and pin our hopes on the truth of your word the relevance of your word and there lies your very love story right before us so we come to you today saying yes and amen to your will in our lives we know that your good perfect pleasing will is exactly that it is good it is perfect it is pleasing your providential will will sustain us even unto death that is because you are faithful and good mighty and powerful gracious and faithful we pin our hopes on you you are great and you are mighty we love you in Jesus most beautiful name we pray and all of God's people said let's all say this together amen and amen why don't we applaud the King of Kings the Lord of Lords our Savior our healer our friend Okay, before you take your seat, why not greet someone a wonderful good afternoon? Why don't we give our music team a round of applause? I hear heaven when they sing. You know, they're here an hour and a half before you arrive. They're practicing. Sometimes two hours. Two hours, right? Man. When I grow up, I want to be like you, Julia. Well, not in the woke way, no, but can I say woke here? Bawal. Okay, no, I cannot say that. Okay. Um, you know, welcome to Victory. We are a church that exists to honor God and to make disciples. We take pleasure in saying that because we know that God is pleased when we do that when we inconvenience ourselves for the sake of others, that the gospel of Jesus Christ may be um, shared. And we don't only do that in, in, in the four corners of this mall, but we do this even outside, even in the very countries that we are hoping to plant a church in, and we do this by sharing the gospel. So we, we are present in so many countries, and we want to give you an update on what we are doing. And you play a very, very big part uh, I don't know, but uh, I don't know if you know, but so many of our missionaries came from Victory Ortigas. They, they are professionals and they set their hearts in going into missions because they believe in the great commission that, that uh, Jesus has commanded us to do. And not, for you who have not gone to the other nations and become missionaries yourself, you pray. Pray for them. Pray for their safety. Pray uh, for their for the success of their mission some of them are in very dangerous places and not only that you also give fi your financial help so that they will be able to focus on the job at hand and that is to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ um, one thing that we do here once a month we show you what we are doing in some nations and this nation I, I tell you 20 years ago we were already supporting missionaries in Vietnam and we were super shocked to find out what God has been doing in that nation today. I always thought it's, an, it's so impossible to share the gospel there because it's bawal, right? Bawal yun. And yet today we can see the hand of God moving in this nation. And mapapaiyak kayo, mapapapalakpak kayo after watching this video. So let us watch it right now. Focus your eyes on the screen. In every challenge, 
persecution or closed doors, it is God's presence that compels us to press on and believe for miracles. He promised to be with us until the end of age as we make disciples across nations. Here's a breakthrough story from our church in Vietnam. Hello everyone, my name is Vito, one of the leaders in every nation, Vietnam. The population of Vietnam right now is nearly 100 million people. In history, Christian did not make a good impression on Vietnamese people. Many people still consider Christianity as a foreign belief, so it's still safer to believe in what the nation believes, such as Buddhism and folk religions. Especially when a student become a Christian, the first persecution that will immediately come to mind is how they will face their family in terms of their new belief. 2023 is a significance for year for Vietnam. Where God has used the COVID to open the door for the government to recognize that Christians are there to help the nation. Two miracles happened to us. One is our every nation campus was recognized in one of the universities. And now we are having a weekly engaged event in this campus. Secondly, our church is officially registered and meeting in this church building. We are not an underground church anymore. For many years, we have been believing, praying to God to provide us with a building. And all our activities are happening there. Our Sunday services, trainings, victory weekend, and engaged events. So our members are now more confident in inviting their families, their friends to come and join our activities. And we believe that this is just the beginning of the greater work that God is going to do in Vietnam. So thank you for believing, praying, and giving generously into the mission that God has called us. Your investment, your giving, is really means a lot to us. As we raise up more local leaders and to reach our more lost people here in Vietnam, for Christ's sake. So thank you so much. Cảm ơn rất nhiều. Today, we get to experience the fruit of every prayer you have faithfully uttered and the support you've generously given to God's kingdom. Thank you for your commitment to His call to disciple the nations. Together, let's continue to make Him known in every nation. Come on. I believe that deserves a bigger hand and praise. Come on. Truly, God has been faithful through us. In reaching out to every nation and every campus. We are reaching out with one foot in the campus and one foot in the community. And I believe that Vietnam is just a testament of how God will use people like us in sending out and preaching the gospel to every nation. Do you believe that? That's why on behalf of us, we would like to thank you for partnering with us, for praying with us, and advancing God's kingdom. And for our tithes and offering, may we read... Matthew 6, verse 24 says here, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Interesting how the Bible made a comparison between God and money. Can you believe that? It's like comparing two different things 
beyond infinitely comparing the product to the producer. Really. But sadly, there are times that we tend to choose the lesser thing more than the greater thing. That we tend to serve money than to serve God. There's a tendency for us to be a slave of money than, rather than be a slave of God. And I hope and I pray that we will always choose the most important, which is God. May we be the, a channel of God's blessing and use money just a tool, not an inspiration. That's why as we pray, Lord, thank you. Thank you because we believe that you are the one who bless us. But we cannot, we don't need to catch up for money. But rather, God, we can give unto you because you are the one who bless us. You are our master and not the money. Lord, bless us. Honor our hearts as we give today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I know you're excited to give. And to know more about giving, let's watch this video. God bless. Magandang hapon po sa inyong lahat. A pleasant afternoon to everybody. As you can see, Pastor Cleve is not here today. He is doing a wedding at this very moment. Kasama ba niya? Okay, kasama niya si Mrs. <laughs> so, we're going to pray for them uh, in a while. But I'm Ado Bernardo. I'm one of the pastors here at Victory. And it's such a privilege to be assigned no, to be given a, an opportunity to share the word to all of us today. And I just want to thank everybody for coming over despite the inclement weather. Ayan. For me, I see that as an opportunity to wear my parka na hindi natin naisusuot pag tag-araw, tama ba? <laughs> Kaya kung napapansin niyo dito po sa Victory Ortigas, napakalamig. Samantalahin niyo po para maisuot niyo yung mga inaamag na jacket natin sa cabinet. So this is your chance. Okay, may I invite everybody, we're going to read Exodus chapter 8, verses 20 to 24. And if you're turning to your gadgets, turning your gadgets to that verse, uh, please do so. May I invite everybody to please stand up as we read the Word of God. Exodus 
Then the Lord said to Moses, Rise up early in the morning and present yourself to Pharaoh as he goes out to the water and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go that they may serve me. Or else, if you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on you and your servants and your people and into your houses. And the houses of the Egyptians shall be filled with swarms of flies and also the ground on which they stand. But on that day I will set apart the land of Goshen where my people dwell so that no swarms of flies shall be there, that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. Thus I will put a division between my people and your people. Tomorrow the sign shall happen. And the Lord did so. There came great swarms of flies into the house of Pharaoh and into his servants' houses. Throughout all the land of Egypt, the land was ruined by the swarms of flies. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Uh, you may take your seats. Father, thank you for your word. We ask, Father, that you would speak to us, Holy Spirit, that you would individually speak to our lives, that you would open our eyes and ears that we may hear and learn from you. We pray that you will so challenge our faith that we may grow, Father, in our understanding of who you are, your character, your compassion, and your commitment to your covenant. And Lord, we lift up to you, Pastor Cleve and Joanne, as they travel, um, as they conduct the wedding and travel, we pray for your hedge of protection. Thank you for using them to be a blessing, not only to the church, but also to those uh, who are attending the wedding today. Use them mightily. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I have, I've been wanting to tell you this story but I needed to ask for permission from my son. As you know, my son, who is now 20 years old, his name is Hans, recently got his license, his driver's license. Ah, talaga, I, I went through the journey. No? Yung hatid sundo sa driving school, he took the theoreticals, and I got so excited about him learning how to drive, I asked permission kung pwede pa akong sumakay dun sa practical driving. I mean, it was amazing. We went all the way to Antipolo. He was driving. Nandun ako sa likuran. Okay, and I've seen near misses. <laughs> but the driving instructor was so skilled in what he does. I would say, nung mga oras nagising ako, mga dalawa tatlong beses, kamuntik na siya mabanga. Pero the driving instructor was so quick in his reflex. Ginaganon niya lang yung manubela. So, naiiwasan yung mga... Uh, Possible accidents. Just the other day, and again, oh, he's probably listening to this message online. Uh, the other day, we were going on a family date. I was driving, and all of a sudden, I said, Hans, you can drive. drive. Kasi kaya na naman niya, eh, no? And uh, his mother, ito hindi ko pinaalam, sabi ng nanay niya, pwedeng ikaw na lang. <laughs> well, while Hans has been trained and proven that he could drive around Manila, you know, he still needs to develop that long track record no? of being able to drive properly, especially here in Manila. 
I, I was thinking of not sharing this, but I'll share it anyway. One time, meron silang lakad ng mga barkada niya. He asked specifically for, for me to go with them as he drives. Dito sa EDSA, yan lang sa baba, di ba? Di ba may palikuyan papuntang Green Hills? He was doing everything right. Pero nung paliko na siya, there's this reckless uh, driver of the Fortuner. He was about to hit him. Okay? Buti na lang nakaupo ako sa passenger side. Nagawa ko yung ginawa ng driving instructor. I was able to uh, flip yung manubela and he missed hitting that Fortuner. Inassure ko naman si Hans. Sabi ko sa kanya, alam mo anak, hindi mo kasalanan. Kasero lang talaga yung driver. But we know for a fact that had he had more experienced driving, he would have anticipated that from happening. <laughs> Habang nandun ako sa passenger seat, napapapreno ko, hinahanap ko yung preno, no? <laughs> well, we, we, we love to be under the care of trained drivers. Tama ba? There's also this story that I want to share with you. Some of you may have heard this. In January 15, 2009, it's the U.S. Airways Flight 1549. Okay, they took off from LaGuardia Airport in New York. I remember that airport. Nung divert kami from Kennedy, dung kami naglanding. Mga two hours away yan from, uh, from Manhattan. It took off from New York going to Seattle. Unbeknownst to the pilot, there was a flock of birds in front of them. So pumasok ko dun sa turbine. Nawala ng power yung turbine. And you know, this pilot, Captain Chelsea Sally Salenberger, okay, not to be confused with any fast food chain, si Sally, I think a movie was made, no? si Tom Hanks, and his co-pilot decided to have an emergency landing at the Hudson River. All 155 passengers were saved. They were criticized for making such decisions, but how many of you know those 155 passengers would not criticize <laughs> their pilot for saving their lives? interesting All of that happened in just four minutes. Quick decision making, the pilot was able to save all his passengers' lives. So trained pilots and drivers are dependable and reliable because of their proven track records. That's why we entrust our lives to them. Correct? As we go through our series, The Road Out, we are reminded that the God that we worship, the God that is being described in the book of Exodus, has a proven track record of being faithful to His people. He has a proven track record of acts of miracles out of His compassion, out of His commitment, and out of His character towards His people. We are learning that Yahweh, ang pangalan po ng, ng Diyos ng mga Hebrews, Yahweh, He revealed Himself as Yahweh. Sometimes that's uh, followed by the word El Shaddai. Okay? Yahweh El Shaddai has supremacy, sovereignty, and singularity as the only true God in the midst of the other false gods that we are being worshipped by the people and the nations during that time. We are also learning, and I'm so thankful for John for that wonderful message last week. We are learning that God in Exodus sent out plagues as judgments against the gods that the Egyptians worshipped, against the false gods that had become functional saviors for them. Cheap substitute to the only true God who is Yahweh El Shaddai. 
Last week, you have heard from John uh, the three plagues. The turning of the river into Nile River into blood, the frogs, and the gnats. No? Ano ba yung gnats? Hindi ito yung uh, nagaraya o kaya. Hindi ito yun, ano? Uh, the Filipino translation is nick-nick. Nick-nick. I think uh, Pastor Noel Landicho showed some pulgas yesterday. Something similar. Nakagat na ba kayo ng pulgas? Hindi po ito yung... Aba, may pulgas nga tayo dito. <laughs> uh, I was not meaning to share this, but Pastor Noel asked me to draw uh, a picture of the pulgas because he used it for, on his yesterdays. Ang quick history niyan, mga kapatid, ano eh? Hindi niyo po na itatanong bago po ako tawagin ng Panginoon bago para magsilbi sa kanyang simbahan. I was uh, an, an instructor in a university at ang um, akin pong specialty ay medical entomology, the study of medically related insects. And one day, lumapit sa si Pastor Noel, sabi niya, bro, ano nga itong nangyari sa binti ko? Meron ho siyang mga pantal. And observing that kind of pantal that could only be caused by our common pulgas. Uh, most like, ang tanong ko sa kanya, may pusa ba sa paligid mo? Pakita nga natin uli yung pulgas. Yeah. May pusa ba sa kapitbahay mo? Sabi niya marami. Sa bahay namin wala, pero sa kapitbahay marami. Alam niyo naman yung mga pusa, ang sweet di ba? Oo. Talagang kinukuskus nila yung katawan nila sa binti mo. May mga dalang pulgas, kaya naandun yung mga pantal ni Pastor Noel. And this is just to highlight. Imagine yung nangyari yung nuts last week, ano? Isang kagat lang yan, napakakate. Imagine nyo yung buong ihipto, punong-puno ng mga insekto ang katulad niyan. But anyway, uh, let me just summarize what had just happened. No? Last week, John discussed about the three plagues, ang tatlong salot. This week, we're going to cover three chapters, which is an impossible feat. That's why I just made a summary, if you would allow me. Okay lang ba, summary na lang? Or else... Hanggang alas 9 tayo dito ng gabi. So last week was the blood, the frog, and the gnats. This week, we're talking about uh, the swarms of flies. Okay, the flies uh, that terrorize all the Egyptians. Followed by the pestilence of the livestock. Pineste po lahat ng kanilang mga alagang uh, uh, mga cattle, horses, donkeys, camels, sheep. Ang pang-anim po na salot ay yung tinatawag na boils. No, nagpakulo po sila. Boils. Hindi, ang boils ay pigsa. Can you imagine? Sino na sa inyo, wag nyo na sagutin ang may, nagkaroon na ng pigsa. Wag yung tataas ang kamay ninyo. No? That's a personal uh, information. Pero isang halang magkaroon ka halang ng isang pigsa, napakasakit na. No? Lalo na sa ating mga Pilipino. No? Alam mo, ang memory ko ng pigsa pag inihintay ng nanay ko na mahinog, may, tapos may dalang bote. <laughs> Ang tawag nila yung mata ng, I don't know if we will edit dito, this uh, uh, preaching. Pero imagine nyo lahat nung, yung katawan nila, hindi lang isa, hik, hitik na hitik. Punong-puno yung katawan nila ng boils, ng pigsa. Okay? Tapos pati yung mga magicians ni Pharaoh, hindi ma-produce yung mga boils. Bakit? Sila din meron eh. And then came number seven, hail. Hail. Ito po yung mga tipak-tipak na yelo. Umuulan ng tipak-tipak na yelo. 
followed by fire. So you could just imagine the devastation. Minsan nangyayari ito sa Pilipinas. Alam niyo ba yun? Ah, napapabalita in some places. For some, I'm sure the weather people can explain, pero umuulan ng malalaking yelo. Hindi snow, pero tipak-tipak na yelo. But imagine these hail are like rocks. Tapos sinundan pa ng mga apoy. And then the ninth plague, next week we will talk about the tenth one, okay? The ninth plague is darkness, a thick, thick, dark, thick darkness that covered the land of Egypt for three days. So these are the six plagues that we're going to talk about. So some of you are curious, bakit may tatlo last week, tapos ngayon, anim, tapos next week, isa? For one simple reason, yung tatlo pong plagues na nangyari, na nauna, it affected everybody in Egypt. It affected everyone. But the six that we're talking about today, it's something different because God set a distinction between His people, the Israelites, and the Egyptians. So some liberal theologians would say, i-explain nila yan, scientific daw. No? Na yun daw, Nile River, nagkaroon ng red tide, that caused the frogs to, and so on and so forth. But they cannot explain how come there's a distinction between the Israelites and the Egyptians. How come yung mga langaw, isang lugar lang, whereas in Goshen, walang kalangaw-langaw. Bakit madilim doon sa the rest of Israel? But in Goshen, where the Israelites had lived, maliwanag. We are going to talk about today about God's grace over His people. In the passage that we have read, and as you read it at home, the next three chapters, we will see that God has provided His abundant grace upon His people. Madaliin natin, ano? the first point is that God protects His people amidst judgment. God protects His people amidst judgment. Just a quick disclaimer, I think is proper here. When we talk about the plagues that God did in Egypt, we see that there are similarities and yet differences in our situation. Similarity in the fact that God sets a distinction between His people and those who are not His people. But there is a difference. Alam nyo, wala, nang, wala namang judgment ngayon. Hindi katulad ng ginagawa ni, ng Panginoon Diyos sa Egypto. E yung matinding judgment yon. As in, sunod-sunod, God was trying to accomplish something. So, gigantic in effect na hindi naman nararanasan natin ngayon. But what's common is it is the same God that we have today. The same faithful, loving, and merciful God that we have today. So, pag pinag-usapan natin itong mga plagues, wag natin kaagad, ang tawag dyan, ina-allegorize yung lalagyan natin ng connection sa lahat ng bagay. Especially yung sitwasyon na nangyayari sa Egypt, and yet the principles can apply in our lives today. Although there is a pending judgment someday, even more devastating than what, than what happened to Egypt. And that's why as, the peop, as a people, as God's people, it is such a good news for us to hear that God protects His people amidst judgment. Exodus 8.22 But on that day, I will set apart the land of Goshen. He will set apart His people. 
And in verse 23, I will put a division between my people and your people, sinabi niya kay Pharaoh. That is the kind of God that we serve. Alam niyo mga kapatid, may tinatawag na common grace. Have you heard of common grace? Ang common grace so is, is God's protective hand and providing uh, arm towards everyone. He allows the sun to rise up and sets on everyone, whether good or evil. Ang tawag po dyan, common grace. Ganun, mapagmahal ang Panginoon sa mga nilalang niya. He provides for everybody, whether they're Christians or not. But there is also such a thing as special grace. And this is the grace that is bestowed upon those who have, faith, who have put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. As I was saying, there is a pending judgment that awaits those who will not put their faith in Christ. There is a coming and well-deserved judgment because of the sins of humanity. And at its very roots, very roots is idolatry. Come to think of it, pag pinag-isipan mo talaga ang mga kasalanan ng tao, including ours, ang ka, uh, the very roots, gusto ko sanang Tagalogin, ha? sa pinakaugat niyan, ay pagsamba sa Diyos Diyosan. Mga kapatid, tayo po ay nilalang ng Panginoon Diyos upang sumamba. Lahat po tayo ay may kapasidad to worship someone. Um, and if we don't worship the true God who created us, our tendency is to worship someone else. Worse, something else. Isang dalubhasa na nangangalang Blaise Pascal, who happened to be a genius, a mathematician, and yet a believer, when he passed away, okay, when he passed away, nakita po sa isang jacket niya, nakatahe, sa bulsa. And so, people got curious, there's a piece of paper, baka may hidden formula dyan that will be a mathematical breakthrough. Kinuha nila, no? tinastas yung tahe, at nakita nila merong iniwan na liham na sulat si Blaise Pascal. Hindi formula. Ang nakasulat ay, in every man's heart, and I'm paraphrasing, in every man's heart is an emptiness. In short, there's a vacuum in every person's heart. And we do everything to fill in that vacuum. Kung ano-anong pinapasok natin sa vacuum na yon para mapunan, mapuno. And yet we realize that hindi siya napupuno. It's, it always falls short whatever we put in that vacuum. And the reason is because that vacuum is God-shaped. Of course, hindi literal yung pagkakasama. It's a very poetic way of saying that that vacuum. Ang, the only person who can fill in, who can fill it up, is the presence of God. Kapatid, you are made to worship God. You are made to enjoy His presence. You are made to sing praises and give thanksgiving to Him. Nadaman niyo ba yung kanina habang, habang uh, pinamunuan tayo ng worship team? When we were worshiping the Lord, ang sarap nung pakiramdam. Bakit? Because you were designed for such thing. You were made to worship because you are God's people. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials 
and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. Still, we're talking about God protecting His people amidst judgment. If you are a believer in Christ Jesus, then the future impending judgment, you are already protected from that. You will be spared from that judgment. Our heart aches, of course, for the people who will reject the message of the gospel. Our job is to continue to convince people, proclaim the goodness of God, share the good news, share the gospel, invite them to church, no? pray for them, give your testimony, serve them, pray for them. Bakit? Because that judgment will be so horrible, more destructive than what Egypt had experienced. But if they have become part of God's people, the Lord protects His people amidst judgment. Number two, God sustains His people amidst hardship. God sustains people amidst hardship. Now, I think I need to explain our theology of suffering. Lest we think na pag naging kristyano, exempted na tayo sa suffering. Hindi, we still, we still are living in this broken world. Nandito pa rin tayo sa mundo that is suffering the consequences of sin. And also, God allows suffering and hardship to come upon His people because it is His means to develop our character, to form the Christ-like character that He expects from His people. Parang mahirap paniwalaan, ano? Sana, di ba, pag naging kristyano ka, supposedly, bed of roses. May nagsabi nga, pag naging kristyano ka, that doesn't mean your life will be storm-free, but it will be storm-proof. If you hear the word and you obey it. Amen. Suffering. Oh, I enjoyed reading this book nung nag-prayer and fasting tayo. Brother Lawrence's, Lawrence's uh, book, Practicing the Presence of God. There's so much to learn from that book. I think I read it three times during our prayer and fasting. Last January. Pero ang hindi ko malimutan kay Brother Lawrence, meron siyang uh, painful sciatic nerve disorder. May naiipit siyang nerve sa likod. And if you have a medical background, you just know that that's so painful. Baka ngayon iba sa inyo nakakaranas ng ganon. I would assume that he had prayed for that pain to, to go away. But written on the pages of that book, it's described that Brother Lawrence would not. He stopped, probably stopped praying for the pain to go away. <laughs> Ang prayer niya, Lord, I pray that you would sustain me. In fact, sa kanya, yung pain, the suffering of that pain is a reminder that he needs to hold on to God. Mga kapatid, bilang mga Kristiyano, we, we rejoice when we experience suffering. We give glory to God when we suffer. Parang si Apostle Paul, let's pray that God will take away the suffering. But if not, if God will not take away the suffering, okay lang Lord, that you may be glorified in my life. That people may see that indeed you had set a distinction between your people and those who do not belong to you. I have another disclaimer. <laughs> daming disclaimer, ano? Inunahan ko na kasi na may pareho yung nangyayari sa Egypto, may kapareho, the same God, 
pero may kaibahan. So for us today, Goshen, the place where the Israelites had lived, for us, it's not a physical place of distinction, but a state of heart. Because we are still surrounded with sufferings and hardships, but our hearts are fully secure because God sustains us. So hindi man physical na nakikita mo may... I- May kadiliman yung mga unbelievers, tapos maglalakad ka ba? Meron bang ilaw? Hindi ganon. It's a state of heart. Yung pananalig at pananampalataya natin sa Diyos is that He will never stop protecting and, and raising us up and sustaining us all throughout the sufferings that we have encountered or we encounter. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, sabihin natin, the God of all grace, who have called you to His eternal glory in Christ, will Himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. The God of all grace. I think a short context is necessary. Alam niyo yung sulat ni Peter na ito? This is given to Christians during that time who are being persecuted. Hindi sila exempted sa suffering. But because they have been marked for salvation, because they belong to Christ Jesus, the same God who sustained the Egyptians, not the Egyptians, the Israelites, is the same God who sustained them. And He is the same God who will sustain us. Can somebody say Amen? amen. Alam nyo, may mga, I've been in victory for a while, <laughs> more than 30 years, and I have walked with so many friends, and not many, but a few had suffered cancers. Some had been with the Lord already, a few, but some had experienced remission. Ibig sabihin, they're out of the woods. Praise God. But whether they passed away or God granted them healing for their cancers. One thing is common. Their faith. Their faith is sustained by God. Hindi mo they, I never saw any one of them blaming God for what had happened to them. They are, all, they are always joyful. Meron pang isa, nagjo-joke On her deathbed, nagpanik yung asawa niya. Anong nangyayari? Naku, nawala na yung misis ko. Tapos biglang, wag ka muna mag-aasawa. Gumising bigla. Nagjo-joke pa, no? I didn't plan on saying this, but even Brother Lawrence, someone who walked with the Lord on the day that he died. You see, kaya ang title noon, Practicing the Presence of God, is because he constantly practiced the presence of God, meaning every moment in acknowledge niya that God is with him. And so he talks with him as one would talk to a friend, Okay? It's as if God is just there. How many of you would love to have that ex- kind of experience? Actually, nandiyan naman talaga si God. Kasama naman natin every moment. Tayo lang naman yung nag-tune off. Hello? Right. <laughs> so, Brother Lawrence on his deathbed, he knows he's about to die. And the one who recorded the entire event said, he closed his eyes and he smiled. as if saying that dying is more desirable for me because I will be in person 
with my Lord. God sustains His people amidst hardship. Amen? So, let's proceed to number three. God provides for His people in scarcity. In scarcity. We see that in the, in the story that we just read. Okay? Um, for instance, Exodus 10.22, So Moses stretched out his hands towards heaven, and there was pitch darkness in all the land of Egypt for three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. But all the people of Israel had light where they lived. God provided light. God provided protection. Alam nyo, I could just imagine the devastation. Hail, locusts. Yung nga lang, hail, pag bum- it's described in the book of Exodus, sira po yung mga uh, crops. I was telling Minette that I could imagine mashed potato was invented in Egypt. Pagbagsak ng mga oh, hail, tas nasundan, sabi ni Minette, wag mong ikikwento yan. Sabi ko, that in the spirit of Pastor Cleve, I need to tell that story. <laughs> si Pastor Cleve lang nakakaisip ng mga ganun. No? I'm happy to report na isip ko rin, perhaps gerber was invented in Egypt. Kasi yung mga, sorry darling, nasabi ko pa rin. No? Uh-uh. Sabi niya, sigurado ka bang alam pa nila yung gerber? Sabi ko yung mga tatawa, ibig sabihin matanda na. So God provided. I have a friend. I want to share with you a story of a friend who during COVID times, uh, his whole family had COVID. Extreme. Extreme COVID. Tama ba yung ba yung tawag natin? Anong ang tawag yung pinakamalala na? Yung meron ng uh, oh, oh, oxygen na uh, positive yung force. Mm-mm. Anyway, uh, we were calling one another. Fortunately, we were able to call. Habang... <gasps> kumukuha siya ng hininga. And he was, in, in, he was full of faith about God healing him and his family. But he became vulnerable in saying, ang worry niya yung piling up ng medical bills. And so, we prayed, okay, we held our faiths together, and after a few days, he, was, uh, he and his family was discharged from the hospital. We called again, and he brought the good news that it was provided for. Everything was provided for. God provides in the midst of scarcity. Whether that's uh, material provision or light in the spiritual darkness where you work in, God provides for His people during times of scarcity. Amen? This reminds us of Matthew 6, 31-33. I know for a fact that you have memorized these verses, but let me read it anyway. Therefore, the Lord Jesus speaking, do not be anxious saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things will be added to you. The Lord is our provider. Alam niyo yung pagkakamali ng mga taga-Ehipto? Is that God provided and yet they acknowledge someone else for the provision. 
ang pinapopurihan nila yung mga Diyos-Diyosan. And I don't think they're merely uh, figments of their imagination. They're really spirits. They're disembodied spirits who have power to control the events around us. Okay? They're invisible. Okay, if you dig deeper into biblical theology, there's such a thing that the Bible talks about uh, that are territorial. The Apostle Paul wrote about them, that they're the powers, principalities, and rulers. But Jesus, when He died on the cross, had, liber- had set us free from their control. Jesus is our victorious uh, Lord who had destroyed their powers over our lives. So in short, yung pong mga sinasamba ng mga uh, Egyptians, can we show that quick picture? Uh, Ayesa, on the screen, the list of false gods. This is God judging all of them. Last week, ginudge din ang pangalan si Happy, si Hep, at saka si Geb. So I just have this uh, list of four to nine. Yung flies... Ang Diyos ng mga Egyptians dyan, si Shu. Bakit Shu? Shu, Shu. Yung ganun, kasi nilalangaw. Shu, sila na Shu. So God is more powerful than Shu. Kahit anong pray ng mga Egyptians kay Shu, hindi nila mapaalis. Bakit? Because God is greater than Shu. Even than Isis. Sa pestilence, why did God send pestilence? Because Apis is the bull god. Lahat ng mga cattles, lahat ng mga animals nila nangamatay. Boils, si Sekhmet, the God who is called upon to heal the diseases. Wala, walang gumaling sa kanila. Only by the word of the Lord that they were healed. Hail, si Geb, God of the earth that causes earthquakes and allowed crops to grow. Dinistroy ni God yung mga crops. Locus, si Serapis, God of fertility and abundance. Alam nyo kasi ang locus, ibang klase pa lang locus mga kapatid. They still happen today. Pag dumating ang locus, ubos. Lahat ng halaman, ubos. Matitira, mga stock lang. Ganun katindi ang locus. Although si Pastor Klibang nagkwento, nakahanap na ng solusyon sa locus. Ducks. Mm-mm-mm. So sa mga lugar na prone sa locus infestation, nag-aalaga sila ng ducks. No? Oo. But the Egyptians do not know that yet. Okay. <laughs> and then the darkness, sira naman yung sun god. So God was judging those false gods. As we come to a close, yay, thank you Lord, magko-close na. What is our response? We just learned that God protects His people, He sustains them, and He provides for them. What's our response? I'll just put it simply as this. Trust, worship, and proclaim. Trust, worship, and proclaim. What do we mean by that? knowing that the God that we serve is Yahweh El Shaddai, and He does all those things for His people, making a distinction. We trust in the Lord for our salvation in this life and the next. Pagkatiwala natin sa Panginoon. Hindi lang yung sa susunod na buhay. But do you know that salvation is not just for the afterlife? Salvation is here, today, now. Do you need God to save you in some of your situations? He is the same Savior who died on the cross to give you eternal life. The same Savior who will save you in your current need today. Worship. Worship the Lord as the only true God worthy of our full devotion. It's easy to say, pero 
Kapag ba meron kang pangangailangan, anong una mong takbuhan? Padrino ba? Yung connection ba na meron ka? Anong una mong takbuhan? Baka may savings ka. Okay naman yun kung nagsisave ka. That's good stewardship. But in times of need, we call first to the Lord. Amen? Mas nakakaba kung ang takbuhan mo, yung mga, yung mga punsoy, yung mga horoscope, yung alam mo yun, naghahanap ka ng direction sa buhay rather than the Word of God. No? Titingin ka sa dyaryo. Oh, Scorpio, ano bang araw ngayon? Magsuot ka ng pula. Ganon. Ganon ba yung takbuhan mo? Mm-hmm. Uh, just a few more things. Yung, nakakita na ba kayo ng frag sa mga tindahan? Oh, na may coin sa bibig? And then there's this other one, the cat, oh, na nag-hip-hop. Okay, yan yung mga functional saviors. I read somewhere, alam nyo ba, that that's a spirit in Japan. Hindi po Chinese ang origin ng cat. That's a kind of idol in Japan. Some sort of animistic spirit that is supposed to bring good luck. So pag naglalagay pa rin tayo niyan sa mga tindahan natin, hindi si God. No? Unbeknownst to us, we are raising up, uh, we are uh, encouraging unclean spirits to come into our lives. Hello? Nakakaba, no? Okay. Sa Green Hills, pag bumibili ako, meron ako, natutuwa ako eh, pero nangangamba ako para sa mga gumagawa nito. Yung pagbayad mo ba? Ipapagpag ng ganun? Oh, para saan kaya yun, ano? Kakalat kaya yun? Kasi tinanong ko, bakit mo pinapagpag? Kasi buena mano po kayo. Para swertihin. Mm-hmm. Hindi sigad yung takbuhan, eh, no? Okay. Worship. Kapag ang pananalig natin, pananampaltahin natin sa ibang bagay, sa ibang Diyos-Diyosan, maliban sa tunay na Diyos, we are guilty of worshiping false God. And finally, proclaim. Proclaim the Lord so that others may know and turn their hearts to Him. Maraming pa pong hindi nakakilala sa Panginoon. Lumalakad sa kadiliman. We don't want the judgment that the Egyptians experience symbolically to happen to them. Mga kapatid, we are so blessed to be in Christ Jesus. And yet, it would be a huge regret someday na makikita natin yung mahal natin sa buhay. According to the Bible, you can actually see people who are in the fires of hell. Ikaw, nandun ka sa heaven. No? Aircon. Tapos yung mahal mo sa, ba- sa buhay. I'm not here to put guilt in our hearts. I hope that we would not experience that. There's so much good news that we hear week in, week out here. And people need to hear that. Not only our loved ones, even our enemies need to hear that. And you know, to encapsulate these three responses that we can make, I found a verse from Isaiah. Allow me to read it. Bakit, bakit patalong-talong ka ng verse, Pastor? Ba't di ka pumunta lang sa Exodus? Because it's the same God in Exodus, the same God of Peter, the same God in the book of Matthew, and the same God of Isaiah. Isaiah 12, 2-4. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. And He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. 
And you will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord. Call upon His name. Make known His deeds among the peoples. Proclaim that His name is exalted. Let's pray. Father, thank You. Thank You that You have chosen to reveal Yourself to us. Lord, because of our sins, we, we deserve judgment. We deserve punishment. And our, our, our sin is the source of our shame. There's just so much secret deeds that we have done in the dark that we are ashamed of. Most especially, the judgment that will come upon those who are, whose hearts are far from God will experience the ultimate shameful experience being separated from you in the fires of hell. So today, Lord, we just want to appreciate you and worship you because you have removed our guilt and you have removed our shame. Because of what you've done on the cross, Lord Jesus, you have taken that shame from us and placed it on your body and you have paid the penalty of our sin. Kayo pong nakadama ng kahihiyan sa cross in our behalf. And in replacement of that shame, you have given us the honor of becoming children of God. You have adopted us to become sons and daughters. So today, as we decide to trust, worship, and proclaim you, we just want to pour our hearts out to you, Lord, to worship you, to worship you and give you honor. Setting aside all other false gods, as we worship you, Holy Spirit, can you convict our hearts if there are any false gods that we have lifted up in our lives that we may repent of them so that we can only worship you. Brothers and sisters, can we stand up to our feet? We are going to worship the Lord. And I know these are easy, this is easy for others but difficult for some. But can we discipline our minds to focus on God you know, there will be other thoughts that will pull your minds away. Pero kailangan natin itoon ang ating atensyon sa pagsamba sa Diyos. Amen? Let's worship the Lord.
in Pastorado. Why don't we give the Lord a round of applause. God is good. Uh, his message is a message of life. I, I say that because many of us really don't know that we are trusting something aside from the Lord. Some of us are worshiping something aside from the Lord. And some of us are proclaiming something apart from the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's the dilemma of humanity. But to be aware of our propensities, that's a big deal. Kaya nga tayo nagsa-church eh. Kaya tayo nagbabasa ng Bible. Kaya tayo nakikinig ki Pastor Ado. It's because we want to be aware of the schemes and the plans of the enemy to try to derail our faith in Christ. But we are here today knowing that we together, we proclaim that we trust God. And more than that, we trust His Son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for us. We worship. We don't worship money. We don't worship anything. We worship only the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because He is forever worthy of our worship. What do we proclaim? Sure, once in a while, we proclaim, Gilas, nanalo kagabi, di ba? Okay lang yun. Pero ultimately, isang bagay lang ang ating iproproclaim. That is the good news of Jesus Christ. A news that will change even the hardest of hearts. Why don't we give God another round of applause? God, you are mighty, you are powerful, you are great. 
and we worship and praise you. I want to thank you for your very word, the Bible. Help us not only to rely on the preaching every time we're here, but grant upon us a great desire, a hunger for your word. As soon as we wake up in the morning, the first thing we will read is not Facebook, but it will be your very word, for your word brings life. It will sustain us in the most ruthless of plagues. Help us to realize that the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that is the, that is the most fulfilling message that we can ever utter from our words. Indeed, the plague of plagues was not upon us or even the Egyptians. The plague of plagues was upon your son, Jesus Christ. And because of that, I want to say we love you, God. And we honor you and we glorify you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. In Jesus' most captivating, beautiful, most awesome name we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen and Amen. You are sent out.